0: Welcome to episode seven of the Compass Points podcast from the Cascade Pacific Council Boy Scouts of America. I'm Jim Bergman, the social media manager. We had an exciting summer of camps and activities. Now it's back to school recruiting and popcorn. Here are a few things that might interest you. On October 8th, Trainer's Edge at the International Air and Hospitality Academy, the Trainer's Edge is the second part of the Train the Trainer continuum. As trainers develop their skills, Trainers Edge provides an additional opportunity for trainers to enhance their abilities. Trainers Edge also supplements the training development sessions offered during faculty development for advanced leadership training courses and provides increased familiarity with the Edge model that is used throughout the training. Trainer's Edge is mandatory for NYLT and Wood Badge staff members. The Cascade Pacific Council is pleased to announce the 2016 University of Scouting to be held on Saturday, October 29th at Newburgh High School. Note that this is a date and location change from the original proposed place and time. Seminars are scheduled for Cub Scout leaders, Boy Scout leaders, Venturing leaders, and more, all in one day at one location. This event is designed for every scout leader and parent supporting a scout and or a unit. Put this date on your calendar and prepare for the fun. Register now at www.cpcbsa.org forward slash events. Juana Lamonte Lodge of the Order of the Arrow invites you to attend the 2016 Leadership Development Conference. All Boy Scouts and Venturers are invited. You do not need to be a member of OA to attend. LDC gives you the best result for your training dollars. This year, the LDC will be combined with the University of Scouting. You asked for it and you got it, a full year to work on the Centennial Awards Program. Since our council was started in July, we will continue through the first full year of our Centennial. See www.cpcbsa.org forward slash Centennial for more info. Silver Beaver nominations are due by November 7th. The Silver Beaver Awards is the Council Level Distinguished Service Award of the Boy Scouts of America. Recipients of this award are registered adult leaders who have made an impact on the lives of youth through service given to the Council. The Silver Beaver is an award given to those who implement the Scouting Program and perform community service through hard work, self-sacrifice, dedication and many years of service. It is given to those who do not actively seek it. For more information, go to www.cbcbsa.org/silverbeaver. Winter Lodge service days, lodge cleanup is going to be on October 15th, 2016. Lodge service days are opportunities for your units to earn discounts for winter lodge weekends as well as early access to the reservation system to ensure space for your preferred weekend. Lodge cleanup happens at both lodges on the second weekend of October. Cub Scout packs that volunteer get to attend a winter lodge at a reduced rate. For more information, visit www.cpcbsa.org forward slash winter lodge. These and other events can be found on our Facebook events page. I invite you to come check it out. On Tuesday, September 27th, we had our inaugural meeting for what I've dubbed the Social Media Super Committee. We wanted to bring together as many administrators of scouting-related social media pages within our council service area as possible with the intent of getting to know each other, discussing best practices, and improving our overall communication. Here's the panel discussion from that meeting. You'll hear Matt Silvers first discussing Snapchat. The panel also features me and Eric Wagstaff. Matt runs the Camp Pioneer page, and Eric is largely focused on several OA pages, though both are heavily engaged in social media. The discussion is a fairly lengthy one, but there's a lot of great material covered.
1: Yeah, so uh, there's two types. It's community and what they're marketing one is called Mm -hmm. on-demand. That one is where you can put logos and specific trademarks and stuff like that on that. And let's say you want to just run it for like a weekend or a day.
0: Yeah. I I, I feel like that stuff shows like the the, the, um, geo-filtered images show up shared on, they're starting to show up shared on Facebook quite a bit, right? Um, so stuff like that is kind of, uh, it's kind of cool because like the, I think Snapchat as a, as a platform has probably got a ways to, you know, like a, a ways to go as far as acceptance to the larger community, but might be able to leverage that tool, you know, within it on uh uh, on the platforms that we are stronger on. So. Yeah, I was going to say, our conclave a couple weekends ago, we did
2: the temporary geotag. Okay. Geotag filter. Yeah, right. Uh, I know. It's... And we did it for, like, the whole day Saturday. And it got used like that. And you can track how many times it
1: was used. Uh-huh. And it was quite a bit.
0: Cool. And, and probably search. So, Switch yeah. those as well.
1: For Pioneer, how are you guys using Snapchat without cell phone um, service? So we can set it for Geofilter. And as long as your phone's still in that GPS location, it will still pick pretty it pretty go
0: or go or you However, right? Um, um We're, we're G- sort, sort of on a break, but it's it's kind of getting going that. again. So, so yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah I mean, you guys
3: have cell phone service out there?
0: there uh, you say uh, there, so there is like a question? Okay. Oh, yeah. Shoot. So uh, yeah, we had some questions. Um, oh, and, well, they were about uh, they were about uh, Snapchat. Um, so Jen uh, Jen Childs asked online here, uh, and and we'll we'll go ahead and just start moving here with these questions with the with the panel. Um, So, um, okay, so so Jen uh, asked, uh, does anyone have Snapchat? Uh, Youth at Powderhorn suggested uh, that as a prime recruiting tool. She's interested in seeing uh, exemplars uh, of successful Facebook pages for troops, camps, affinity groups. And then uh, David's uh, sending her the three rivers district page, which is a really great page. Um, so that's, that's one thing. And we'll, um, I guess as, as far as the Snapchat thing, um, maybe you guys could s- speak to that a little bit to kind of kick it off as far as how you're, how you're using it, um, in your uh, camp and away pages. Sure. I so, mean, yeah. uh, I use it for the one Monte
2: lodge, uh, OA page. Um, what I found Snapchat to be uh, really beneficial is at uh, you know live events where you're, uh, you can interact with the audience that's at the event and say, hey, look at this cool thing that's going on at the station. You guys should check it out. Um, so the people that are at the events, of course, Ooh. cell reception, they get to see that. Um, while also the people that are at home uh, maybe didn't get a chance to go to the event, They see that and it's promotion for the next time the event rolls around. Um, I've also used it for like registration. I'll take a video of registering for an event, you know, the steps walking through how to do that. Um, And then, of course, with Snapchat, you can see, uh, you know, who views it and how many people view it. And if you get, uh, you know, 50 people viewing it, then that's fifty people that might go to your event this time or the next time it rolls around.
0: Um, also yeah. also potentially a good way to crowdsource uh, collecting crowd collecting crowdsourced photos for your oh, Facebook yeah. page or yeah or, so or, or they can send it to you you can screenshot it um, and then yeah, is, the is it like stuff. Instagram where you do have to screenshot it from the the app? Yeah right? um, or so, or is there a, a like a a desktop interface that you can?
2: So Snapchat, uh, for those people who don't
0: know, it's like uh,
2: you get temporary photos. Um, So the most you can send a photo uh, without accessing your camera roll is 10 seconds. Um, And there's a little thing in the corner that expires after 10 seconds. Um, So you can screenshot it during that uh, 10 second time period. Or there's a replay. You get one replay per day. It's kind of (laughs) complicated. But if people put it on what's called their story, which is like if you posted something to Facebook, um, it's on your story for uh, 24 hours, then it disappears. Um, So you can also screenshot people's stories. But Snapchat's only available for, you know, phones and tablets. There's no desktop
0: interface for it. Cool. Good to know. Yeah, I'm a little behind the curve (laughs) on Snapchat. It's a good thing because yeah,
2: lots of teenagers have it and they all use it, and this just becomes a thing like Facebook. You check it, yeah, you know, before you go to bed or whatever. So
0: yeah, that 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 sort of temporal limit on on stuff being available is a little, I mean, it's a little challenging. Like you definitely need to stay up on it yeah. to uh, not lose those potential crowdsourced images and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. <laughs> so yeah,
2: and you can also uh, recruiting people to. Add you on Snapchat. Um, you can screenshot a picture of like your barcode, which is like your username but in a barcode shape, um, and they can then save that screenshot that you took, upload it to their Snapchat, and then add you that way mm-hmm. rather than using a username. Um, also, it does the same thing. Like if Matt held up his phone with his barcode, I could take a picture of it on Snapchat, and it would add. Matt is my friend and myself as Matt's friend. Oh, cool. It's cool if you're at an event and you want somebody to follow you on Snapchat that doesn't already, you can just
0: hold your phone up and there you go. Pair like that, basically. That's cool. cool. Okay. Facebook Um, has
2: that feature too now. Does it? It does. Okay. Huh. Todd says, ask Eric about texting app. Uh, All right, so uh, Juan Lamonte, Lodge and uh, my district chapter um, affiliate use an app called Remind. Um, And what it is, it's basically set up for classrooms, Um, so like teachers to students. And uh, basically, you can have your students or scouts uh, text. Like my chapter is Wakina Tonka chapter, so they text the at sign, W-A-K-I-N, I don't know why there's no A added to that, but whatever. Um, so they text that to eight one zero one zero or whatever the number is, um, and it, you get added to like a texting group. Um, and this is really good for people who may not use social media as much, but they uh, they still have phones. They still, have their, yeah. you know, it doesn't even have to be a smartphone. Um, and you just send out send out mass text to them, um, and that's a really good resource that I've used uh, mainly in my chapter. Uh, just like meeting reminders, mm-hmm. remember to sign up. Here's the link, that sort of thing. So
0: does uh, does it interface with uh, like? I mean, can you can you use it use existing contact lists and that sort of thing, or do uh, you have to start from scratch where people you can opt
2: into it? You can use uh, existing contact lists. Uh, lists. Um, yeah, so you can go on and add people, phone number, email. We'll email you. would send them an invite. Yeah. Um, and or they can add you by texting in. Cool. Eric is so awesome. Hey, thank you, Todd. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good eye. <But> yeah. <laughs> I came up up there. Right? Oh, it yeah, did. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so uh Matt and I were uh, I was I was interested in, in this um some of the photo sharing um things. He he had what sounds like it may have been sort of a, a in the end a failed experiment, but I thought it was a really cool idea. And that was um, this uh, using these uh, Google like what, what are they Google bins or yeah, something? Yeah, Google albums. Google albums. Shared
1: public albums. Anyone can add photos to it so long as they have the link. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, uh, the camping department switched to Tenoroo for and that and that allowed us to have all the um, emails from people who signed up for camp that year. And so it's really easy to rock. Uh, block people up into like when they were at camp and send them these invitations to add photos from their time at camp. Uh, Fortunately, because Pioneer, for example, doesn't have uh, cell service, it's exceedingly hard to get people to upload stuff while they're at the property. Mm-hmm. They can try to use our slow Wi Fi, but that's, that's just hasn't been successful in the past. Um, so, this was a, an attempt to see if people were would be willing to do this um afterwards um i think my biggest mistake with this was doing it after the fact and not having this all
0: pre-set up before the camping season advertising it right there in person to person right like doing like uh like how 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 would you do something like that would you um have like little posters or Uh,
1: posters during Scoutmaster meetings just Remind them,
0: um, yeah. telling kids to Also, this is their chance to upload stuff. Um, yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Um, I, we, we, you know, we we tried the, uh, the, um, what were those things? Uh, like the they they were basically they were based on a citizen science thing that that uh, Jeff or somebody saw and forwarded to us. But the the idea is you do like a. You you make a sign and you say like put your phone in this yeah you know in this in this on this spot take a picture and tag it with this uh, uh this certain hashtag and then we would kind of assemble all those pictures into kind of a like a time lapse sort of thing and we got also got kind of a late start mm-hmm. on on that and didn't have a real strong um strong adoption of of you know people actually doing it so. Uh, I think, you know, moving forward, it, the, the idea of crowdsourcing images from membership and especially during camping season, I mean, the, the, getting, getting kids and their, their families to capture the excitement that they're having right then and there without having a photographer, right. you know, running, running around either for the expense of it or for the, the fact that it's kind of, a, a, you know, artificial Kind of vibe. Um, it, it, we really need to we need to figure out how to do that. So stuff like the the, the uh, Google albums, um, you know, hashtag based, uh, you know, photo contests and things like that. All all that stuff is is open. And if anyone has ideas on uh, ways that we could improve the way we're doing that, I'm I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I mean, uh, for our conclave. Uh, a couple weekends ago, we did 2016 w ones Conclave. and uh, so what that does for people who don't know like Instagram or uh, Twitter very well, um, you type in the hashtag and it becomes like a link, and when you press uh, the hashtag link, it takes you to a page with everybody's photo that has that hashtag. If you make it unique enough, you don't get other people's photos using your hashtag, um, which can get weird. But um, if you uh, if you do that, um, and it was like 2016 University of Scouting, um, and just kept telling people, it's all about like repetitiveness until you get annoying. You tell people, hey, that's a nice photo. You see, them a scout taking a photo. Make sure you hashtag that. Blah 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 blah, and just Everybody you see taking a picture, having their phone out, uh, posters, the stuff I saw at camp, um, people were people were doing that. Okay. Um,
0: and yeah, the the photo contest went a lot better yeah. than the than the uh, citizen science. Stations. I I just think I think we just hit it too late. uh, Bottom line on yeah, we
1: got ours the last week, so yeah, yeah, (laughs) maybe next next year. year, (laughs) We forgot
2: to put ours up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, hashtags. Kids use them or youths use them, so
0: um, it's a good thing. You're awesome too. Oh yeah. (laughs) This, This is Todd. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, oh, what was the other thing? The, oh, the, the, that we were talking about, which was that first, that first thread, um, on the, on the page as far as, oh, the use of, of groups versus pages versus, uh, events. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then closed groups versus open groups, all that sort of stuff. Um, the, the thing that, originally brought this up was uh, an event. I mean, it was literally an event that um, someone uh, here at the council was was interested in promoting. And they said, hey, Jim, make a, make a Facebook page for this. And, and my thought was, why would I make a page for an event that's going to come and go? And then we end up with more zombie social media uh, presencies out there, and uh, but it but it really sparked uh, to me kind of an interesting thing because it, like there's there's uh, packs that maybe have um, a Facebook page for their um, uh, for their recruiting and that sort of thing, but for the actual. Uh, uh, meeting information and announcements, where they're, you know, the the kid, the full rosters published and stuff. So the kids' names and things are there, and they want those to be a little bit more closed off. Maybe they'll do a Facebook group for that. So they take advantage of the fact of the of of the fact of the Facebook feed being in in all their members' faces all the time, um, but without uh, compromising that that privacy. So. That's just one example, but I don't know if you guys could speak to how you've used uh, you know those 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 different tools and 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 other ones that are related if you use something on Google that's similar or other other platforms. Okay. Can we you talk in from online?
1: For events, like you said. Um, it's nice now, Facebook, you can see into the past, see that this group did something. So if you're like eat it, for example, at a join night, or like something big like a Pine and Wood Derby, or like this uh, event that you guys don't really hold all the time, but something that, hey, this might look fun and exciting to outsiders or to just people you're trying to get into your unit, that would be great. Um, one of the big things that I see is like, as I was telling Jim, if you type just "troop" in the Facebook search box, you'll see both open groups, closed groups, and pages that are all trying to communicate either the same information or different information. Uh, with closed groups, yeah, you get like you get a better privacy for your unit, but at the same time, that's not really a good marketing tool out to people that want to maybe are interested in scouting or scouting in your area. Um, pages are great for uh, troops in your area, or uh, I guess, great to way to interact with other community things in your area because it says it doesn't say your individual name likes this, it says troop well, 456 likes this instead, mm-hmm. for example. Um, and then with groups, it gives you a better option for um, collaboration amongst your unit. So if I'm, and this is bit going back to like the Latest paradigm shift with Boy Scouts and social media, because I still run into units that are totally against Scouts on social media and stuff like that. And then I've also run
0: into groups that are, yeah, we phones out, yeah, stuff like that. So yeah, how do you how do you deal with that with the? Um, I mean, technically, what is what is the cutoff age? Is it thirteen or something for Facebook use, or is thirteen something like that, which which puts kids kind of or youth. Like mid-program, you know, they're mm-hmm. way past their Cub Scout days at, at, at that point. So it really falls on the parents, unless unless they're unless they're bending that that uh, uh, allowance a little. I mean, I know I know parents that their kids have right. Instagram accounts and they're like seven, you know. It's like a, so. or people's dogs that have. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I mean, I guess that's that's discreet personal discretion there. Um, the, as far as publishing, um, stories and stuff like through voice of scouting and some of the other, uh, national, uh, publications, I know they, they'll generally do something where they'll, if they're talking about a youth, they'll say their first name and their last initial and leave it at that. And I know I've, I've definitely put the last name of kids in, in stories and, and, uh, You know, not caught it until it was uh, it was later, but that's definitely something to maybe you know try to try to be sensitive to, I guess.
3: So the guidance I follow for our personal pack pages, we do not publish any scouts' names at at all. all, Yeah. Unless their name has been mentioned in a newspaper article, for instance.
0: That's right. That's 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 when it's that's that's definitely come up too.
3: That's the only time that we'll mention a scout's name, but in general. Those council names on our pack
0: page. Right. That's probably a good guideline. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Can we talk about events on the different level of pages, councils, district unit? What did you mean by that, David? Yeah. What's what's so? I've noticed on a lot of different
3: district pages, they add. The same event over
0: and over again when
3: it's a council event, yeah, 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 that's, and that's interesting. Share, and they share the event, they don't actually add the council event to their own district page, right? There's a distinct difference there because if you add the event from the council page to your own page, mm-hmm. it adds it to your calendar, but it's still hosted by the council,
0: council page. right? And and so, and and this, this is actually this was a, a, a much uh, more pronounced issue before I started actually uh, updating our our events. Like there was there was some discussion when I when I first started as to whether or not we should even use uh, Facebook events because of the confusion on sign up. Like that that was what the concern here was is that if I if I put it up and somebody says okay I'm going to that they're like okay I'm signed up and then but they would have never gone to the cpcbsa.org.
2: That's that's what we got with OAs. People are like, page and oh, I'm signed up, I'm going. Just because you press the button that's yeah, right. going <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean that <laughs> right. you're actually
1: RSVP. That's yeah. one of the things I like um, for events. You can now do like the buy tickets or yeah. stuff like that. And just that really like, helps. Right to the registration page.
0: Yeah, I, I, as far as I know, we haven't had a whole lot of confusion I mean with that since um, and so anyway so now that now that there, we have a workflow internally here where um, when a new event a council-wide event goes to the page I'm updated and you know I, I get sent sent an email that says like okay hey there's you know um, University of scouting it's happening on this date it's here's the the stuff go to the go to the page and I'll harvest that and make a a Facebook event for that you know, that specific thing. But there's there there's still a tension there because I mean if there's a say there's a district event um, or something that's based in a district but it might have a draw from outside the district. So it's 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 technically a district event, but you know the the organizers are trying to get a lot of people to to show up for it, whether they're be scouts or or current scouts or maybe prospects for, for new scouting families, um, that situation might be a, a deal where the district posts it and then lets me know and then I share it through our, our, our council page. Um, the, the thing that we don't want, which w- what was happening more before was, and I think what you're, you're talking about, David, is where um, the council has an event a district has an event for the exact same actual thing happening and we we end up no one can say like oh I've got like you know 20 people RSVP because there's like 15 more over on another another page someplace that they don't necessarily see so um, I guess maybe the, the the best way to proceed with stuff like that is if you're if you're not sure reach out to me and we'll figure out maybe the best the best way to uh, proceed with 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 events like that. So, yeah. So there there's there's that. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. what's this Facebook thing? Uh, so Todd was asking if this is a calendar thing or a Facebook thing, and if I understand the question right, I wonder if he's referring to. So it's a oh, to David's question. Okay, right, right. Okay. So, did did we address that then, Todd? <laughs> uh, he'll he'll get back to us, I guess. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Are you happy? I'm happy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Like what? Um, beyond some of the things maybe that we've already talked about um would have been like really big successes for for you guys like what anything come to mind like top of mind that's like wow we haven't talked about that and you know with the the lodges we've we've done this and it's it's totally been successful
2: so uh like making all these posts takes a lot of time um to like you know, remember all the dates to the events and get all your facts right because nobody wants to publish a post with uh, wrong facts because then all the people that see it the get the wrong information. So it obviously takes a lot of time um, to schedule all these. Um, so I use something uh, called a Buffer. Um, like a you referred to it earlier. Yeah, along the lines of BootSuite. Yeah. 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 So uh, essentially it lets me post Uh, to different Facebook accounts, different Instagram accounts, different Twitter accounts, Google Plus, whatever, all at the same time. Um, You can also schedule them to different dates like years in advance. Um, I don't know why you do more than a year in advance, but uh, (laughs) you could. So like a year in advance, so you can do annual planning. Um, And for me, I'm in charge of the chapter, one of my chapter pages, the Lodge page, um, the region page and a couple others, and uh, it's super helpful. It saved me so much time. When I get like spare time, I just just plug in the articles, um, and then I don't have to worry about it. Um, it's it, I can't imagine having to go between Facebook and Twitter at the exact time I wanted to post it, rather than just scheduling it all out in advance. Um, so that's been a really big success. Um, for the lodge in the region, and I'm super, super glad that I uh, use that. That tool. I used it. Um, Jen Child, she says I missed it. Which app is he using for scheduling posts? It's called Buffer, B-U-F-F-E-R. Um, totally free. I think there's a paid version if you want like other accounts, but you don't need that if you just use Facebook like most people do.
0: Um, yeah, Hootsuite's the same, and the, there's a free version if you if you want to manage more than mm-hmm. I think it's three properties or something like that. You have to yeah. have to do the pro version. Um, oh, and you know, t- to speak to Eric's um, thought on scheduling posts out ahead, one of the, one of the great things that that allows, and that we're we're actually sort of working towards a sort of a standardized way that we support events here at the council that would include that where you have say a an event that's taking place in three months and so you make the event for that for that date but then while you're working on it you know while it's fresh in your mind you schedule a reminder about the event that points to the event page uh, as a post for like maybe three to five times.
3: In your calendar between
0: now and 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 the end of registration for that that event, and um, then you can just forget about it. You know, move on to your next thing. And then it pops up on
2: your
1: timeline. You're like, oh.
0: Yeah, boy, I was smart. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm really great about remembering Throwback Thursday hashtag on Friday. Yeah. So all my Thursday (laughs) posts have been pre-done, typically at the beginning of the month or two months in advance, because it's just really easy. Just go to.
0: stuff yeah yeah us us too our 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 your tbt's have been really good lately uh, by the way the, i love the like super big backpack like wooden backpack guy that was great but um ours I love you know we you. I love
1: you. Uh,
0: when i first um started uh jim uh scanned the or had scanned our whole 75th anniversary book mm-hmm. so basically i had like a year in change of Throwback Thursday photos from from that, and um, they're still spooling through. You know, now I mean, it basically went in and and put put all those events in. Um, yeah, let's see, what do we got on scheduling? What time? Um, on Facebook, uh, there's there's uh, for for all the pages, there's a thing called. Uh, and this is a, a question from Brian online. He's uh, asking asking on scheduling what time. A day works best for the the largest reach um, and what I was getting at is on on Facebook there's uh, for, for pages there's a tab called insights which is uh, it, it's basically metrics for your page and and so for um, it, it'll show you over the last week or whatever time period you 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 want to see for uh, when your highest level of traffic is on, on your page by the day of the week as well as um, you know, sort of your average average time. Ours is around nine p.m. Uh, on on the uh, the council page, um, but for a long time it was it was between six and, and eight in, in in the evening.
3: That's
0: when that's when most of ours go out. Yeah, it, so you get kind of get that dinner that dinner check for the casual uh, yeah. Facebook Facebook user. Um, because uh, it's hard to remember that not everybody is online all day long, like we are. Um, <laughs> so, um, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I definitely recommend uh, Insights for that. Um, Twitter and uh, Pinterest also have, uh, it's kind of a hidden URL, and it's like analytics.twitter.com. Uh, and if you're signed into your Twitter account, you can you can go there and see um, sim- similar data. Um, they have a you know a different way of, of displaying it, so you kind of got to get used to the different interfaces. But you Instagram can has Instagram has the same. Business accounts now. Yeah. Is it is it, is it with it, does it have to be a business account or can you yeah. do? Okay. And it's pretty easy to
3: convert over to a business account.
0: Did you get it done? In the
3: process.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll probably get our uh, council page switched over to that too. Um, but uh, yeah, Brian, does that uh, does that does that help? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Oh, that we're, was your question. Yeah, we're about yeah. at 10 a.m.
3: for our most reach.
0: Okay. Cool. Which we have an, a lot of older people in our audience. Yeah. We're finding a lot of the youth that are
3: using Instagram and Twitter and everything else. We're reaching our adults through Facebook.
0: Yeah. Oh and that's you know, I don't know about with uh buffer but um with uh Hootsuite you get a few reports that you you, you can get from the basic paid accounts and I, I think there's a few that you can even get with the uh free account. Um but the more robust reporting is uh is definitely kind of a pay pay per report uh deal. So I don't know. I mean you could definitely go you could you could, you go way deep on on the analytics side, or uh, just kind of get uh, a rough idea and, and run with that. <laughs> the, the good the good content will be uh, will definitely get more more traffic in the end. I think no matter when it's posted.
2: Yeah, on Buffer it shows you uh, likes, clicks, how many people saw it on their feed, and then how many people shared it.
0: Oh, that's great. Um,
2: and then there's also it's really easy. Um, if you need to uh, publish something again, you can do what's called rebuffer, and you just press the button, and it copies that post with the picture and the link, and it just sends it out again. That's pretty uh, cool. Whenever time you want it to. So, so that super easy for posts that have already been made about like
0: event reminders or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, so. Is is there a is there a very robust um, aging? Uh, feature on that so like you can see um, you know like Facebook Insights goes way back in time mm-hmm. so you can see like oh I had only you know 2,500 followers at such and such a time yeah, but, no. but uh, Twitter doesn't do that um, nor does I, I don't think uh, Instagram at least the the pre-business one we'll see, we'll see how deep that goes mm-hmm. but
2: no, we, it won't let me do that either. Yeah. Uh, but for the paid version of Buffer, it's like if you want to add, you can have three accounts, um, but you can't have like Pinterest or uh, like another account that are off limits for some reason. Hmm, so. interesting. But then again,
0: most people aren't having, like, three and four Facebook right. accounts
2: to
0: post on. Uh, so. not, not quite as maniacal on that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Matt, do you have any any other, um, like, sort of best, um, best successes that...
1: Um, not... Off the top of my head, um, my biggest advice is just try to figure out who your audience and what kind of message they want from that, why they liked your page in the first place. Right. Um, for example, uh, if people that are liking Pioneer, for example, aren't necessarily wanting the latest on, like say FOS, but they may want to go to an FOS page separately. Sometimes sharing other groups is great, but not just constantly resharing that. Or also, taking events maybe or other stories that people have posted and giving it like a small twist when you retype it out or to give it that some different meaning to your audience. So like a couple of things that I I post that I've seen you guys post in the national is stuff about hammock camping. And I'll just give it like that little twist for us Mm -hmm. um, just to make it a little bit more personal for that. Okay. Um, Check
0: this out. This is something you can do.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Those have been, um, I, I like those. I like the, um, uh, the boy's life, uh, Basically, is it's, it's this cool or totally stupid new new gear things where they'll they'll have like some fun new? Uh, it seems like it's always like a solar device or you know something to charge your phone uh, in the backcountry with. Um, but yeah, those you know. Speaking of posts that that have done really well, um, you know, for us. Uh, the the, the the councils had like this huge successes with um, posts that include pictures uh, of milestone events with long-standing uh, scouters uh, like uh, George Beals. Yes. Beal is it Beal or Beals? Beal. Beal. Yeah. Um, anytime you post about George, you're gonna get like everybody knows. Yeah, that. like 2,500. Uh, views of that of that post um, a little while ago um, Ken Mattson retired and there was a uh, a, a gathering for him out at uh, Merriweather and they they had a chant and that the 15 second video from that was like one of our like I think we had like 5,000 impressions or something uh, with with that just organically so um, the Stuff that that features our scouters, and I, and I heard that out at the camps too when I was capturing media. Um, this uh, this summer, people were like, oh, you know, there's 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 all this all this this collateral out online, uh, talking about scouting, um, and and showing pictures of of camps that aren't ours. It's like, Where, where's the stuff about ours? And it's like, yeah, that's that's what we're that's what we're here doing, and. Um, it definitely personalizing it for your camp for your 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 crew your um, your group is is where it's at so
2: uh, one thing um, with posts if you include a picture people will like it or people will you know uh, react to it uh, because if you just post like I've done this a couple times when I just was too lazy to upload a picture and I was like hey if you're coming to this meeting, or if you're a part of this committee, come to this meeting tonight. And that was it. And like, it got no likes, no impressions. <laughs> like, people hated it. And when I did the same post with like, if it was a leadership development conference, uh, for, yeah, uh, which is the same time as University of Scouting, and I just said, hey, if you're on this committee, there's a meeting this time, this place. And then I put a picture of last year's uh, LDC event underneath it. People started liking it up um, because, let's face it, you'd rather look at a picture than
0: a bunch of words. So, well, and and from a technical perspective, you know, like Twitter is there's there's no real algorithm behind it. It's it's basically time based. So when you when you post, it shows up. But with Facebook, uh, all the all the posts are weighted. Um, So video and image based posts actually get a stronger um, push from uh, in, into the into the news feed on um, members' Facebook pages than than a text-only post would. Uh, you just kind of increase your increase your visibility by doing it literally and uh, sort of under the hood. Why is there? So, yeah. Uh, do you guys in the in the room here? Is, do you have anything you want to? hit Eric Eric, and Matt with a uh, question. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I see you've got this little leftover box down there. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, any, any, any thoughts that uh, they that, that could address or we can address? Actually, oh, no, no,
3: no,
2: go
3: ahead. Uh, well, I've been... Like right now, I just have the Facebook page for community Impact, mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about the idea of like a YouTube channel or an Instagram. But I also you know, get a little murky, especially Instagram, and and having like my scouts kind of contribute to that. Mm-hmm. I can't really uh, like double check what they're sending or what they're right. <laughs> what they're posting.
0: So, so you're thinking of, of doing like uh, like a hashtag kind of thing for community impact on, on Instagram then? Yeah. Well, because our so. kids, they always have their phones. Yeah. And every time we go out to an event, they're
3: constantly taking pictures and videos, and that's the perspective that I don't get. And so um, that's the reason i want to do
2: that. So I would say definitely do the hashtag um, because the age of those kids are at, they're going to want to use a cool hashtag. Um, you can also have them tag you in the Instagram picture um, and then when you get the notification for that, you can choose it, uh, choose whether or not to have it be allowed uh, under your profile page thing. Um, so when people look at Community Impact, it'll be on like the right side, and then they'll see all the pictures of people who have tagged you in it. Um, and that's also a way um, for you to double check, you know, if they're posting appropriate stuff. Um, Although I don't think if they were posting inappropriate stuff they would use your hashtag. <laughs> but uh, if they did yeah, tag yeah, you in right. it, it's right there for you to look at.
3: Well, for my kids it's more about not like majorly inappropriate things, but in in their minds it's appropriate and it's funny mm. but it's not exactly the like you're saying, like the story or how I want to present.
0: Right. You, yeah, to the Our to the government. general public. Yeah. yeah. And I um,
1: think right now a lot of people are a lot more aware that if it's not coming from the official like channel that doesn't necessarily represent your views because um, when I did some side projects for the university I was at, um, we definitely had to deal with a lot of like sarcastic hashtags, um, stuff like that, which it was just knowing of, hey, just addressing it, like actually flat out, hey, sorry, this happened, reach us at this. Address so and so. Um, unfortunately, there isn't a whole lot of control you can have over it, and it goes back to the individual user on that. So it just, it's the pros cons of how much you want to market this and how much you think it will help versus your target group. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Thank you for reminding me. Uh, one of my parents actually mentioned um, they'd love to see the community impact group. Um, do a live stream through uh, Facebook, the live stream, for at some of your events. Okay. So I don't know if you're willing to do that or not. I well, as long as there's good enough Wi-Fi. Well, yeah, uh, of course then. <laughs> <really good>. Usually,
0: <laughs> yep. we're,
3: our events are held at
2: scouting properties.
0: Yeah, or outdoors someplace. Yeah. And, yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> Self-service. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have really been killing it, though. As far as the the, the photos and everything out of uh, the community impact page has been so good this this year um, that the trip back to um, uh, yeah to the summit was I mean it 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 couldn't have been like a more perfect. Uh, ad for Jamboree next year. You know, it's like look at these guys. They're having this great time, and you can go next year. You know, you know what?
3: they had good Wi-Fi.
0: They did, yeah. <laughs> because all across literally the anywhere you walk, there was Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah.
3: charging stations like every 50 feet. Yeah. Like our be
0: tethered to their at a charging station. Kalisha. I wonder, you know, with, with the camps, I, what do you think of the feasibility of setting up like a uh, like a Wi-Fi drive uh, like on, on on location there? So, I mean, it, it wouldn't be something that people could get out, but they could they could dump photos too and then once a week you guys could, could upload them. I mean, would something like that be useful or... Um, it could for me if we
1: set it up right. Um, yeah. it goes back to the whole the whole issue of what's the unit policies for cell phone use. And this is less so, uh, like at in mentoring, it's kind of more of an individual thing. Whereas mm-hmm. with troops, I don't, you don't constantly have scout Masters like reminding you to put your phones away stuff like that. Yeah, um, which is nice. Um, we have tried to collect stuff and put them on a hard drive before, and that
0: was always just a chore to get them into the office and stuff. But, yeah, well, I mean, and, and you'd have to, I, I remember, there. I, I got some, a few of those drives, I think,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, when I first first got uh, going on the position. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, it seems like that, anything where you would have to actually plug in the device out in the field, like their their phone into your into your drive or whatever, would be weird. Um, see where can I see that? Let's
3: see. We're using and a mailbox out of Deep Creek. Right. And send us a link to our Facebook oh. page, and then we pull all the photos out of it.
0: That's and cool. if we have photos of them, we share it back to them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we know their
3: unit number, we can send them the photos they were in.
0: And that's been that's been reasonably wieldy to. To, to a point, to manage and We've only had
3: like 10 people want to do that
0: this year. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's massive. you see somebody
3: taking a whole bunch of photos, we go out to them and say, Hey, we'd love to use those on our Facebook page.
0: Yeah. Can we share you a Dropbox? And you guys, you guys all know that we have uh, a Dropbox, uh, uh, re- basically like a, uh, what do they call them? They're, they're like, it's like a, a Dropbox, yeah. Dropbox, you know, yeah. where, um, and it's it's on our CPC, VSA dot uh, org forward slash social media. It was kind of like a submission spot there. The, the
3: question that popped up was asking about the community impact, uh, the trip
2: back
0: to the summit. Oh, is that is that what she's, she's asking about? Yeah. Um, uh, do you know the... CPC, Cascade Pacific Council Community Impact. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, so, okay, you got it. All right, cool. Thanks, David. And there should be an album for it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a great... Great trip. And Lisa had a ton of other uh, really good photos throughout the, the summer, too. Um, yeah, okay. Well, um, I don't... We're feeling pretty good on, on time and stuff. And I uh, don't want to keep uh, the folks that are here, here too late. Um, so I think we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Um, Please do uh, when you get a chance, uh, if you're if you're listening or everyone here, um, join join the group because I would like to maybe close that back up um, within maybe a week or so of, of, of this meeting. So say it's closed
3: right
0: now, you have to send an invite. Together. Oh, I do have to. Yeah. Okay, I'll um I'll I'll open that back up at at the end as uh, to a uh, public group. Oh, yeah, yeah, there there might be some in there already. Yeah. Um, so yeah we'll, we'll go ahead and do that and uh, get you guys joined up and then wall off the city <laughs> and, and and stuff um, we will likely not do another meeting uh, like this for at least um, at least until next year um, I would like to use the the group as as, as a place uh, the Facebook group that is as, as a place to kind of Keep the discussion going, though, and um, you know, make sure that if you're if if, if you if you if you come across a question that you're confused on, don't hesitate to, to message us uh, through um, uh, through Facebook or start a thread uh, within the group. Uh, either, either way, you'll get a, a nice, quick response, I, I, I think. <laughs> so, uh, thanks again for attending, and uh, thanks, Eric and Matt, for um, t- taking part in the panel. Uh, Adam, if you're listening, bad Adam, <laughs> bad overcommitted Adam. <laughs> so, okay, and uh, and of course, thanks, David, for the the wonderful idea, um, and. Uh, We'll uh, we'll see you guys out there. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please email me with any questions or concerns at james.bergman at scouting.org. That's Bergman with one N. You can also message me on Facebook through the council page or text me at 360-739-0732.